Recording now a Chazorah for Shabbos Taf Lamed Aleph. Starting from the last line <coughs> on Lamed Amad Beis. Tana Rabbanu has been taught in a brisa. Lo'elam yehi adam anvesam kehillel a person should always try to be humble like Hillel. Ve'adi he kapton kishamai and a person should not be somebody who gets easily um, heated up like Shammai, somebody who's too particular like Shammai. And the Gemara illustrates with a story. There was a story with two people. They set a wager with one another. They said, Anyone who goes along and can antagonize Hillel, will get 400 Zuz. Which the Benish Chai says, Why 400? Because they were taking the 400 Kechis of Esau, 400 men of Esau, of the Sitra Achara, to try and um, outdo Hillel. Oh my echo man, one of them said, Anya Kinitenu, fine, I'll take this one, I'm gonna be able to do it. Osayem that day Erev Shabbos, Hoyob is Erev Shabbos, obviously an opportune time to really get somebody worked up when everyone's fraught with uh, preparations for Shabbos. And the Hidal Khofaf Visarishi, he waited for the time. Hidal was shampooing his hair, head, he was um, combing his hair. Holak the Obal Pesach basically. And this person went and he passed by the entrance to Hillel's house. Now remember, Hillel was busy getting ready for Shabbos. He was also kind of mitzvah, according to the Gemara says elsewhere, Hillel said it's a mitzvah to, to, um, to keep oneself clean because it's created by Selim and it's in, ta- it's in anticipation of the Shabbos queen. So this person passed by the entrance of Hillel's house. For Omar, he said, Mikan Hillel. What a chutzpah, he said. Who is Hillel? Mikan Hillel. So Nisate Biot Sodikros, so Hillel wrapped himself up and he went out to meet him. Omala, he said to the person, Bini, my dear son, which I think is the Benish Chai again says, or somebody says, as if to say, like a father to a son, I can be Mokhal on my covet. Ma'atom Vakish, what are you um, looking for? Omala, he said to him, Sheila Yishli Dishal, I've got a Shaila to ask. So Omala, he said to him, Sheal Bini Shal, ask my son, ask. In other words, you can ask more than one Shaila. So he said, Tell me, why are the heads of the Babylonians, right, the heads of the Babylonians, why are their heads shaped Sigalgalis? Now Rashi says either that means like a, a, a balloon, in other words, it's not round, or it means it is round. But in other words, it's an odd shape. Now, in this Gemara, there are various uh, slightly deeper allusions um, which the Mephorosh must speak about, but at least this part of it, we're just going to take and the literally, sort of understand the literally. So Omali Sihidal said to him, Ah, Bani, my son, Sha'ilo Kadaida Sha'at, you've asked a great Shaila. Because they don't have, their midwives are not so good. So the head gets a little, at the time of birth, gets a little um, out of shape. Holach the Himtin Sha'achas, so the person went away and he waited another, literally another hour, but he waited a little bit. And Chazavam, and then he came back again, and he said, "Oh, Mikan Hillel, Mikan Hillel." So Nisatif he also across. So once again, Hillel wrapped himself up and went out to meet him. Amalei said to him, "Binima Tzamavakish, my dear son, what are you looking for?" Amalei Sheilo Yishli Lishal. Once again, I've got a Shaila to ask. Amalei Hillel said to him, "Shal Bini Shal, go on, go ahead, shoot." Now my Shaila is, tell me, my dear Hillel. Why is it that the eyes of the Talmudians are trutos? Which Rashi says means they're very soft. Or Rashi says, another pshat is, that they are round. They're not elongated like normal piece of people's eyes. 
So once again, Omali said to Benish, Elo Kedela Shaati, you've asked a great Shaila here. The answer is, because they live amongst the sands. That's the reason why. And Rashi explains, because since they live in sandy areas, so if the wind comes along and it's going to blow up the sand and it gets into their eyes, if their eyes are soft, it won't cut into the, into the eyes so much. And if they're round, it also will minimize the amount of sand that will get in. That's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu created them like that. Okay. Once again, he went away and came back a little, waited a little bit, and Chazava Amar came back and said again, third time, look at the way he speaks. Hasn't changed. Mikan Hillel, Mikan Hillel. So in his heart of Yotzel, he said to him, Benimatom of Akish. Omari said to him, Shaido Yishri Dishos. Omari said to him, Shalbinishal, go ahead. So he said, Benimaragdeem shall Afrikim Rechovis. Tell me, why are the feet of the Africans, why are they wide? So Omari said to him, Benisha'il Kedera Shalta, what a great Shadivas. Because they dwell amongst mar- marshy waters. So therefore, Hashem created them with wider feet. So they shouldn't sink in. Simple law of physics there. Because the, the wider the base, the um, sort of the, the greater the surface area at the bottom, so the less force at any point. Fine. Or Rashi says the Peshat is because they didn't have shoes. If they didn't have shoes, the idea is there was nothing because they were going in water all the time, so they didn't bother wearing shoes. If you don't have shoes, there's nothing to confine the feet. There's nothing to stop the feet spreading. So, um, so he said, Oh my Lord, so the person said to Hillel, you know what? I've got many shaders to ask. But I'm afraid the, the hour's late. You're trying to get ready for Shabbos. Maybe you're going to get angry. So now Hillel wraps himself up properly and he sat down in front of him. And Omali said to him, Any shy did you've got? Ask him now. I've got no... I've got all the time in the world for you. So Omali, so the person said to him, Atahu Hillel, you're Hillel. You're that person, Hillel. Shekori Nosechon, you saw that they call you the Nasi, the Prince of Yisrael. Omali, he said, that is what they call me, yes. Omali said to him, Im Atahu, if you're that person, Lo Yirbu Kamosechob Yisrael. I hereby offer a tefillah that there should not increase many like you in Yisrael. So Omar Yisrael said to him, Why? My son, why don't you want more, more like me? What have I said wrong? So Omar said to him, Because of you, I've just lost 400 zuz. So Omar Yisrael said to him, Be careful with your ruach, with your spirit, in other words, not to get heated up. It's worth it. He's worth that you should lose, that, or should be lost because of Hillel. 400 zuz plus another 400 zuz. But the Hidal the should not get angry. Why did he say 400 and 400? So I think, again, it's the Beneshchai, I believe, says, because this person, when he entered the wager, he was convinced he was going to win. Which means, when he put down the 400, as far as he was concerned, not only was he going to keep his 400, the other person's 400 was also his already. So as far, when he lost this wager, to him it was like giving up. He was actually just having to pay out now 800. And Hill said it's perfectly good die, but I shouldn't get angry. Um, it's also possible that the idea of 400 and 400 is because, as we've said before, that the idea in 400, 400 represents the middle of MS. MS means where there's, con- where there's consistency. True MS means both on the inside and the outside. 
And what Hillel's, we'll see in the next Gemara, what Hillel was saying is, you don't just look on the, the outside, you have to look through to the person to see really what the person's like. Don't judge the book by its cover. Don't judge a person by his questions. There's, there could be something beneath the questions. He's asking a ridiculous question, but you know what? If there's sincerity behind it, and Hillel was maybe Don Lekav Sechus or whatever, if there's sincerity behind it, judge it by that. You've got to look a little further in to it. That was the shit of Hillel. So it's Dalad Meir's and Dalad Meir's. It's not just external, it's both. Perhaps there's, there's also a, an allusion to that idea, but I'm not sure. Tana Rabon has been taught in a Brisa. Maisa Benachri Echel. There was a story with a certain Goy. Shebol Ifnei Shammai. He came in front of Shammai. Omalo, he said to Shammai, come on, Teresi Yishlochem. How many Teres do you have? So Omalo, he said to him, Shtayim, we've got two. Teres Shvechzav and Teres Shbaal Peh. So Omalo, we've got the written and the oral. So Omalo, so um, this uh, guy said to Shammai, okay, Shvechzav and Imam Incha, I believe you about the Teres Shvechzav and Shbaal Peh and Imam Incha, but I don't believe you about the Teres Shbaal Peh. So please, Gayereni, Amanoshe Tanamdini, Teres Shvechzav. I want you to make me into a ger on condition that you'll teach me the Teres Shvechzav. So Gar Boivo, Tzir Benazifo, he had a sort of Garbo, like, uh, scowled at him and chucked him out with words of disgust. Because this was Api Korsus, there was nothing really to discuss it. That's the posh of Shabbos Kefira here. Teresh Bechsav, without Teresh Valper, is not even Teresh Bechsav, it's nothing. Teresh Bechsav is only, otherwise, just the ink on a parchment. It's nothing if you don't have the explanation. So, Bolifne Hill, so the person came in front of Hill, and Gire, he was Megayahim. Because he realized there was potential here. Don't judge the book, as we said. Don't judge it by the cover. Look a little further in. He could see the sincerity. The person just didn't fully understand. And therefore, even though we don't accept Gerim so, so easily, that's the way we explained it. The Peshat is, we don't accept Gerim straight away because we want to see if they're sincere. Hillel could see straight through. Hillel was able to see through to the person's heart. He could see, forget the external. Just watch this. Yerma Kamal, day one. Omale, he said to this scare, he said, Aleph base Gimel Dalet. Lamochah, the next day, Apichli switched it around. According to Rashi, that means he taught it backwards. Tovshin, Reish, Kuf, etc., etc. Others, the Benishchai, wants to suggest that the Pshatis, the next day, instead of teaching him Aleph base, he taught him Aleph, he taught him as a Tov. Let's say Atbash or something like that. So, Omalei, so the, 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 the new guest said to Hillel, Lo Esma, Lo Omatali, Hochib, yesterday you didn't tell me like this. So, Omalei, so he said to the, to the scare, he said, Lavo, Lai, Didi, Kosomacht. Aren't you relying on me now? How do you know this is Aleph, this is the base, or this is a Tovshin? You don't know it. How do you know the order? How do you know what this letter is? You're relying on me, so rely on me also with Teresh Baal Peh. What it seems he was trying to get at is, he was telling him is, I only know this because of Teresh Baal Peh. How do I know it's an Aleph? Because that's what my Rebbe taught me. But how does he know that? Because that's what his Rebbe taught him. So therefore, if you want to understand, you want to be able to read the Teresh, the very skeleton, the letters of the, of the Teresh Bechsav, you wouldn't know it if not for the Torah Shabbal Peh. So therefore, accept that the Torah Shabbal is really foundation on a Torah Shabbal Peh. Fine. Next story. Shuv Maisa ben There was another story than another goy. Shabbal ifnei Shammai came in front of Shammai. Omer he said to him, Gayerini amanoshet talamadini kolat Torah kulo. I want you to teach me. I'll become a get. You should teach me the whole Torah this time. No api courses this time. But kishani omez al regalachas. But I wanted you to do it when I'm standing on one foot. So Shammai pushed him away with the Amas Abinyan is what you measure when you're building something. You measure the materials. Um, you measure it with this, with this, uh, it's called an Amas Abinyan. And he was, should be oddly, he was holding in his hand. So Bolifne Hillel, he came in front of Hillel and Girin. Now, by the way, this time he pushed him away with the Amas Abinyan. The way we explain that is, 
Number one, he didn't. It wasn't Benazifa because this wasn't uh, this wasn't Apikorosus. He just Hashem. I felt this is ridiculous you know, to learn our regalachas. Well, what do you mean, right? By the same token, by the same token, um, we um, he pushed him away with Amas Habinim. We said because this was the shit of Shammai. We said that a person you don't just look at the inside. A person has to be consistent. Very nice what you got on the inside. So show it on the outside. It's got to be consistent through and through. That was the shit of Shammai, which we said is not really for now. That's why we don't pass it like Shammai. We pass it like Shammai, Le'osilobe. Because Le'osilobe, Taka, the, the goof will be brought up to the level of the Neshama. But in this world, as we have it right now, we pass it like Hillel, that Kadon Noeva Chasudu. You have to look at the Chesed, the Chutzel Chesed, look at the Primius, not the outside. That's, that, that's how we explained it based on the Gomorrah in Kasubas. That Hillel said, you sing Kadon Noeva Chasudu. Don't judge her by what she looks like. And Shammai said, no, you've got to judge by, by what you see. So, um, so he pushed him away, but Amasa bin, he said, yeah, yeah, your questions are ridiculous. So, Bolifne Hillel, he came in front of Hillel, and Gilein, Hillel was Megayim, and Omale, he said to him, I'll regalachas, I'll tell you this. Because he realized what he wanted was one teaching on which the whole Torah stands. And that, by the way, is the theme throughout. The first one wanted only the Torah Shabbat Well, Hillel basically taught him, Torah Shabbat without Torah Shabbat is nothing. You don't have even one leg to stand on. You need the Teresh Barpeh. It's really all one. The next one comes along and he says, okay, I accept the Teresh Barpeh, I accept the Teresh Barpeh, but give me one leg on which the whole Torah stands. So he said to him, fine. What you wouldn't like done to you, don't do to your friend. That's the whole Torah. Which Rashi says could mean, or it may be saying, you, you wouldn't like people to ignore what you say, so therefore, don't ignore what HaKadosh Baruch Hu says. Keep the whole Torah. As for the rest of it now, the um, Idoch, the rest of the Torah, Pirush, that's the Pirush for that mitzvah, Zilgamar, go learn it. Fine. Um, <coughs> we gave various Peshatim about other Peshatim that the Mephoshim gave about what did he mean, I think the Benesh Chai speaks about, what does mean Al Regal Achas. He says one, one I thought was, a, I think was a particularly interesting Peshat is, he says Al Regal Achas means, we know that, he said, look, I'm a Goy. I want to become a Yid, but I want to be able to still be a Shakra. That part I don't want to take on. And Al Regalachas, we know that Osi is Sheker, Shin Kufresh, they all only have one leg. So Hillel said to him, So Shammai said, Get out of here. You, you can't do Torah with, with the Sheker, it doesn't make any sense. But Hillel taught him that uh, is, you've got to presume that, that's what, that was what he was teaching him. You wouldn't want you wouldn't want somebody to be a shakran towards you, so you can't be a shakran towards towards somebody else. The the rest of the Torah is all built on that. You say it. The Torah is built on emes. Without emes, there's nothing. And uh, also, we pointed out that the, the emes is aleph memtof. Is the letters are spread apart. He wants to shin kufresh. Everything. Come on, al regalachas in one go. All the letters pushed together. Hillel said it's a process. I can give you a little bit, but the rest of it you've still got to build around it. There's a lot of there's a lot to learn. It's not a, it's not a, a 24-hour or a crash course. Then, was, then there was a story with yet a third guy. She was passing behind the base of and he heard the, the sound of the teacher. He was saying, he was teaching his Tamidim, and these are the clothes that they, they will make. So Omasi said, Who are these clothes for? So Omarus, they said to him, Look, for the Kengal, so Omar Oisinoch, so the guy said to him, Batsmai, he said to himself, I'm going to go and become a girl on condition they'll make me into the Kengal. 
So Balefne Shama, he came in front of Shama. Omale, he said to him, Gairene, I'm a Noshetisimani, Kain Godel. Make me a girl on condition you make me into Kain Godel. So Dokhwe Bama Sabinia said, Shama said, just get out of it. Right? Get out of it. Dokhwe Bama Sabinia. Now, you see, this one is an even bigger Chedosh because this one, thinking about it, externally as well, it wasn't so ridiculous he wanted to be a Kain Godel. But Shama said, still not enough. Dokhwe Bama Sabinia, you're coming along with ridiculous things. I don't have to. Look further in than that. Get out of it. So Dochav of Amas Abinu should be older. Bolif Nehilah, he came in front of Hillel. And Giri. And he was Megayim. In fact, before before we go on, again, and why is it even more? It's, uh, well, we also mentioned this. Because this time we're not talking about somebody who says, Tosh Bechsav, not Tosh Vapeh, where there's nothing. We're not talking about Aregel Achas. He'll take the whole Torah. He just wants that the Tachlis of it should be given to him as well. What's the Tachlis? It's the Kain Godel. The Kohen Godel is not, that's not the regal on which the whole Torah stands. This is where the whole Torah ends up, if you want. The whole of Klal Yisrael, all the Osiris of Torah, are directed on Yom Kippur through one person. That's where everything sort of uh, unites once again, not at the roots, at the top. The person at the top of the pyramid, that was, that was um, the Kohen Godel. And we said, it's interesting because, what, what was the, the previous teaching? The previous teaching was, the Torah is all built on, and what's the end of it? We're saying now is the Kain Godel. Well, Aram got that because he was an Eiv Shalom and Shalom. And this is what the Gemara says in Soita. That the Torah is to Chilosu V'Soif V'Gemenos Chasot. In beginning and end is Gemenos Chasot. So this person came in front of Hiram. Hiram was Megayim. Omalei, so um, he said to the person, Hiram said to the person, Klum ma'amidin melech elamishi yediyatachsi se malchus. Please tell me, do you think we could appoint a king, even, I mean, obviously somebody who's going to be appointed king, he's got to know what the right protocol for the Malchus is. So, Malchus. You want to become the king of God, you've got to learn the protocol for that form of Malchus. So, he went and he read the Pesuk, and when Kim Shegir, when he came to the post, that the Zor who draws near, the non kain he'll die. So, Omade, he said to Hedel, about whom is this said? Even about you could be the king, you could be the person at the top, but it's not as you as you see it, the person at the top of the pyramid. It's got to be a certain type of person. So Nosa also ger So the ger made a certain kavochem like this with himself. If ready, who are called the dear children of the and because of the love he has for them, he called them And nonetheless, it says, you can't just come in whenever you want. So ger just this light ger. What do you mean light? The 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 um, says the benishchai. He doesn't have anything. At least a, a cotton when he becomes a bar mitzvah, he's got all those mitzvahs from his from his youth. No, I don't even have that. I was a, a goy yesterday. And he comes along with a stick and tamilo, his backpack. He says that's the, the zechus of makloi. In other words... He comes with a stick. In other words, he's got a stick, but he doesn't have the chosobis. The stick is like the person on which you lean on. That's your obvious. He says, I don't even have those. I've just got a stick. Over Tamila, Tamila is connected to the chos of the immohos, the makabel. It's like a bag. It's like the woman who's makabel. I've just got a bag. They have the chos of the immohos, and I don't have that. I'm not a ben. They're the bonim of Hashem through the obvious and the, and the immohos. I don't have that. All the more so, I can't be that kind of God. 
he came in front of Shammai, he said some Could I have been the Kohen Gadol? But look about Tzeruv. Surely he says in the Tzeruv Azar, I call you Mos. Ba'olifne Hillel, he came in front of Hillel. Omalei, and he said to him, "I'm the son Hillel. Oh, your nuchal achal baruchas al reishcha. The baruchas of the Torah should rest upon your head. Sheikraptani tachas kanvei hashchina, because you were mukarev me tachas the the wings of the shchina. The yomim some days later in his davkus shloshdom l'mokam echad. The three of them came to one place. They came together. Omer and they said. They realized it wasn't just one on his own. It was, this happened to three people. They said, Kapdonus shal Shammai big shal The Kapdonus of Shammai, the, the way he was so makbid uh, on, he didn't, didn't give us a chance, sought to push us out of the world. And the Sonus shal Hillel, whereas the humility of Hillel came on tachas kam fehashchino. Omar Reish Lokish, said Reish Lokish, my dear sir, what's Pshat in Posuk, v'hoyo emuna? What does that mean? So he said like this. Emunas ze seide zeroim. Emunas refers to seide zeroim. Why? So Rashi says, because um, we trust people. As the Gemara says on Lama Beis, on the bottom Lama Beis, on the Aleph, going over the page on Lama Beis, on the base, it's given over to Ame Aret. We trust people that they've taken. It's all built on trust of people who have taken Trumas and Maestris. Tosfus says because when a person plants, he has to rely, he's got to have a Munah in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, there are other Peshatim, but that's... Emunah refers to Zeroyim. Fine. Another Peshat actually is because Brochus is the beginning of Zeroyim. That's all about saying Omein. Fine. Etecho, what is Etecho? Zer Seydemoid. That's Seydemoid. Okay, because that's all about the times. About Yom Tovim, which are fixed by the sun, the moon, etc., etc., Chesen ze seidenoshim. Chesen refers to seidenoshim because Rashi says Chesen is an expression of Yerusha, like in the the Targum, the the, the, the uh, it's been suggested the Pshat is Nachalo is Targum Achasano. So anyway, it's an expression of of Yerusha, which comes about through women. Women give birth to children. That's the the sense of Yerusha. Chesen Ches Samach Nun Marshal says stands for Chedek seidenoshim. Yeshua's Zer Seidan Ezekin. That's Seidan Ezekin because it teaches the person how to save himself from having to, to, to uh, fork out a whole lot of money for all the damages he's done. Chochmas Zer Seidan Kodoshim. Chochmas refers to Seidan Kodoshim. Vedas, because the way the, way the Maharal explains that is why, why is that a Kodoshim? It says, look, you don't call a shoemaker a grosser Chochom. He is a grosser Chochom in his trade. But you call a Chochom somebody who is a Chochom in the top trade. That's what you call the Chochem. Normally, somebody who's intellectual, because that's the ultimate level, the pinnacle of man, is the intellect. He's called the Chochem. So, so do Kochem. Kochem is the ultimate level. The Das, Ze Seydetaris. And Das, that refers to Seydetaris. Okay? The Maral says, the Maral says that the, 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 the is all of this really refers to, um, sort of the physical and the less physical, if you want. And going up in stages. You've got Emunas is Zeroim. That's the ground, obviously. Etecho is Celestial. The, it's the sun, the moon, which are obviously physical. But they're outside of, if you want, our world. Then you've got Chosen, which is Noshen. That's already man. Man is already a little more spiritual. But it's the women. And Yeshua's is Nazikin. Because Yeshua's is he says is normally associated more with men. Um, they are more. There are he brings various examples, but 
just take it, Nazikin is more to do with men causing damages, etc., and having to pay out for damages, and various other things, fights and things. So he says that's the woman and the man. The woman is often compared to, like, the ground, and the man is compared to Shomayim. He's on top, if you want. And then you've got Chochmas Zer Seder Kodshim, and Dal Seder Taras. Taras is like the Spitz. Because again, Kodshim, presumably, is you're taking an animal, but you're offering up to Hashem. But it is physical in that sense. And Taharis is, there's nothing physical there. It's already, that is absolute connection to Hashem. That's Das. Das refers to, like, by Yeda Odom Esishtoi. Odom has relations with his wife. That's the expression of absolute, and that comes through Taharim. But says the Gemara, Va'afidu hoche, but even so, Yeras Hashem hiyotzaru. Yeras Hashem, that is the Yitzah. Says the, the Mara, as we're going to see, the idea is because Yeras Shomayim, that is the actual Devekas. All these things we've got here, he says in Tiferes Yisrael, these are all the tools with which a person can connect to Hashem. The man and the wife. He said that, that relationship between Shomayim and Oretz. But they're nothing more than tools. You can have all the ideas, all the knowledge of Shas, but if you don't have Yeras Shomayim, You've got nothing. Because the Yerash Shomayim, that is the connection with Hashem. Because Yerash Shomayim, he says, when you're in fear of somebody, that's complete self-espotless. You don't exist. So you literally just merge in with them. Because if you don't exist, they just take over the whole place. It's only, only the Rebbeinah Shalom. That's the ultimate Zvekas with Hashem. He says, in a certain respect, even greater than Ava. Ava is where the two things connect. This is even more, this is where you just don't exist. So there is only Hashem. So maybe you're completely dovic to Hashem. He says, the tools are great, but if you don't have Yerash Shomayim, there's nothing. And he's saying this in response to the great philosophers who believe you can lead a life of absolute immorality, no values whatsoever. But if you've got intellect, you've got the intellectual uh, uh, secrets, that's Gavaldi. He says, intellectual secrets on its own is garnished because it's not a part of you. It's something which you are kind It's an outside thing. It belongs to your seichel, but it's not actually you. Somebody who's got Yerash Shomayim, that is him. That is something which defines him as a person. Dovuk Tashem. That's the ultimate. Omar Rovo says, Rovo, when they bring a person in to Din, after 120, they say to him, did you deal in business with Emunah? With uprightness. Were you Kabeah times for Torah? As we said, the two things really go together. The Shulchan opposite the Menorah, we said. The Shulchan didn't have a place until you put the Menorah opposite it, we said in the Pesukim. Once you set the Menorah opposite it, it gives you a place for the Menorah on the south, then the Pesukim goes back and says, and the place for the Shulchan is, is, in, the, is in the north. True Torah in business is dependent on Kovata Itzim Natur. You have to be Kovata times for Torah. And I said, all those who learn Nasosa and Nasata Be'emunah is really is referring to learning as well. But, different Chedek of Torah sort of thing. But, this is um, this is the posh pshat in the Gemara if you want. Osakto b'piriyavirivio, were you oisik in piriyavirivio, continuing the Torah? So kavato itim l'atayra osakto b'piriyavirivio. It could be that's a continuation of if you want kavato itim l'atayra because fixing the Torah, but we want it to go forth like the menorah. We want the light to shine forth to the next generation. So were you oisik in piriyavirivio for the next generation? I suppose continuing that theme, we could say, literally, did you await the, the Yeshua, the, the, the final redemption? But that's something which is, remember, you've got the Torah Kovat or Itim the fixing of the place. Then you've got a Saktim Pirivirivya, so it can continue on through the next generation. Sipisa Yeshua is like the end. 
if you, I wouldn't say the end of the generation sort of thing, but that's the ultimate Yeshua that ends. Pilpalto bechokma. Were you mafalpel in chokma? And where you may be that means to extrapolate, to build from one thing onto another. Even so, if a person's got Yerash Shemaim, that's his Oitzah, in, then he will succeed. If not, lo, he's got nothing. Moshe Adam can be compared to a person, he says to Shliach, take up for me the Kur of, of wheat up into the attic. He did it. Omaris, then he said to Shliach, Yeravtali Bohem Kav Chumtun, did you mix in with them a, just a cup, a small measure of Chumtun, which Rashi says is like gram, which has got a lot of salt in it to preserve, to preserve the produce. So Omaris said to him, love, no. So Omaris to the, to the Mashalech said to him, Mutumim Lohaleis, it would have been better if you hadn't taken it up. What a waste of time. It's all going to go bad. Says Reb Chaim he says, Pshat in this Gemaris, he says, you get people on the one hand who spend all day learning, saying to Hillel, Learning Musa. He says, that's nothing. You just got lots of Chumtun. Lots of something to preserve the learning, but nothing in hand. On the other hand, you get people, the opposite. They amass loads and loads and loads, but it's Samamovis. As the Gemara calls it, Samamovis. It's poison. Because they got no Yerashamayim. If they got no Yerashamayim, the whole thing goes to waste. And as the Gemara says here, it would have been better if you wouldn't have taken it up to start with, says the Maharal. As I understand it from the Maharal. Because somebody who's got all of this, he's amassed all of this. Emunas, Itecho, all the way through to Das, he's got the tools, he's got, he's got such a, an, as it were, an understanding of what Hashem is. The greatness of the Rebbeinu Shalem, as much as man can fathom, he's up to the level of Das. But he doesn't have Yerash That person is so guilty. He's so guilty. He's amassed so much. And what a waste. Because he can't connect with Hashem. He doesn't have Yerash He doesn't actually have the connection. And he, he, he can't feign ignorance and say, well, I didn't really realize what it was worth. You know, if a child th- throws a diamond in, into the bin, it's very, very sad. But he's a child. He thought it was just a pebble. But if a grown adult throws a diamond into the bin, that's more than just sad. Because he knows it's worth. That's, it would have been better you didn't go up to the Aliyah. It would have been, been better you didn't amass all of this. That's the idea. It says, coming back to Reb Chaim He says, you have to have the balance. He says, not too much, but there has to be Yerash Shemayim. There has to be, before you sit down and learn, a bit of Kav Chumtun. Set down the groundwork. Think about a little bit of Yerash Shemayim. Contemplate what you're going to learn. Then learn. Not learning for Tavakas. Learning in Ishmael, says Reb Chaim He's learning because I want to know Hilcha Shabbos. I want to know Hilcha Zerubin. And then he says, every so often, let's continue on the Gemara second. Tana Dabi, Rabbi, Yishmael, I assume this is. Ma'ari vodam kav kav chumtun mekurshal tavua. A person can mix in a kav of chumtun into a kur of tavua when you're selling it. So you sell somebody a kur, a, it's a massive measure of tavua, and it can have one cover that can be chumtun. But in a cheshish, you don't have to worry about gezel. Because when the person goes home, he says, oh, well, a kav of it, you sold me minus a kav. No, because that's self, that's expected, because without that, there's no, it'll just go bad. But says Rebbechaim Velozhin, if you have more than a kav of chumtun in there, that's gezel. He says, if you steal out too much time for your contemplation on Yerash Shemaim, that's little Torah. That's stealing from Hashem's world. You have to get the balance right. Anyone who's got Torah but he doesn't have Yerash Shemaim, he's like a, a, a treasurer. They handed over to him the keys to the inner rooms. 
But the keys to the outer rooms they didn't hand over to him. In other words, he's got he's got the the uh, he's got the the primius, which is which is he's got the Torah, but the he doesn't have the, the wherewithal to get to the Torah. The, as we said, the Yerushalayim is the is the underpinning of, of the of the Torah. So so where, with which door is he going to go through? He can't get to it. He can't access the 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 true Torah because as we said. Torah without Yerashamayim is like Greek philosophy. It's nothing. It's just writing on, on, on parchment. Machris Rabbi Yannan. Rabbi Yannan called out, Chaval, what a waste. The person who doesn't have the chotzeh, doesn't have the courtyard, v'taro l'darta of it. But he's made a door to the courtyard. What a waste. What a waste. In other words, in this sense, we're learning that the Torah, as we said before, are the tools these are the tools with which to get to the Vegas with Hashem. But the actual courtyard, the living with Hashem, the Yechede Yechud is Yerashamayim. You don't have Yerashamayim, so what a waste those tools. I, one, it calls, it seems that the Yerashamayim is the doorway to the Torah. And now we're saying that the Torah is the doorway to Yerashamayim. So we said there's actually two different types of Yerashamayim. The Mephoshim says there's even more than that. It's sort of, it's, it's like a seesaw, one built, and then like an exponential thing you get, you build from each one to the other. Omar Rav Yehuda said, "Rav Yehuda, Lebara Hakadosh Baruch Hu said, 'Lama Elokadish Yiru Umenafonav.' Hakadosh Baruch Hu only created this world in order they should fear Him. Shneiman said, 'Vohu Elokim Asosh Yiru Umenafonav,' and Hashem made that they should fear from Him. According to what we're saying, according to the Maral, Kavaldik Pshat is to be Dovak Tashem. That we should be selfish partners, to be mivatel ourselves, to be mispatel completely in front of Hashem. Rabbi Simon of Rabbi Lozo." Possibly Rabbi Eliezer, some of the Gersa. No, uh, no, some of the Gersa, Rabbi Loza, but Rabbi Shimon. So anyway, Rabbi Simon, Rabbi Loza, Abu Yosri, they were sitting there. Cholif Ba'ozer, Rabbi Yaakov Barach, and Rabbi Yaakov Barach passed by. Omer Echad Echavrei, so Rabbi Simon and Rabbi Loza, one said to the other, Neikum Mikameh, let's stand up in front of him, together the Chil Chitinu, because he's a man who's Yerei Chit, he's got Yerash Shomayim. So Omar the other one said back to him, Nekumi Kame, yeah, you're right, we should get up in front of him together about Urianu because he's a man who's great in Torah. So Omar so the first one said to the second, Aminalok Anod, together the Khilchitinu. I say he's a man who's great in Yerashamayim. For Omar to be out and you say to me, Bar Urianu, he's great in Torah. You're playing it down. It's like saying, this guy, he's an absolute billionaire. It's like, a guy goes, yeah, you're right. He's got millions of pounds. Millions of pounds. I said he's a billionaire. Tis time to Rabbi Loza who do'oman together the chil chitinu. Says the Gemara that's proved that Rabbi Loza was the one who said he's a man who's got Yerash Shomayim. So Omer Rabbi Yechonon Mishum Rabbi Loza there you go in the name of Rabbi Loza Eir Adah Kodesh Baruch Hu Be'elom Elor Yerash Shomayim Bovat the Boa Kodesh Baruch Hu has in his world is only Yerash Shomayim. Shinevan says V'ata Yisrael Ma Hashem Elekech Hashem Yemach and now Yisrael what does Hashem your God ask of you? Ki'im liyir of a game only to fear him. That's it. Uchsim and so to it right. Vayemel Adam and he said to man, Hein Yiras Hashem he Chokma begaymer. The only Chokma, the Enzika Chokma is Yiras Yiras Shomayim. And she came with the Shem Yevoni Karin Achas Hein. And in Greek they call the word Hein is the word for one. That's the word for one. And we explained the the Mefarshim explain the Pshat is that because if you in the what's called At um, At Bach. Atbach, um, Gaz, etc. What you do is Aleph goes to Ates. Base goes with Ches. G- 
Gimel goes with Zion, Dalit goes with Vov, and you're left with He in the middle. That's the only one which doesn't have a partner. Then you do Yud with Tzadi. Continue Yud with Tzadi. Chaf with Pei. Lamad with Ayin. Mem with Samach. And the only one which doesn't have a partner is Nun. And then obviously you've got Kuf with Tof, Reish with Shin. So there's nothing left over there. So the only two which don't have a partner is Hey. They are on their own. They are Achas, just one. So the word for, for one is achas. And what is the apostle therefore saying? It's saying here, the ultimate heim, yiras Hashem hi chokhmah. The only chokhmah is yiras Hashem. Fearing Hashem, that is the only chokhmah. There's no other chokhmah except if a person fears Hashem. And we said it's particularly at this should be, we should use the Greek word because as we've explained, the holiest side of, 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 um, of Greek philosophy is, it's a chokhmah void of elokos. It's void of connection with Hashem. If it's void of connection with Hashem, besides anything else, there is no oneness. It's all just uh, sort of fractured parts of a of a bigger picture. Whereas Torah is ultimately shivim ponim la Torah. But as when Yaakov went down, it was shivim nefesh. There's 70 parts, but ultimately they're all one. Hey, niras Hashem It's united if it's chokhmah salikim. Um, the other thing we pointed out is this Gemara which says the Yerash Shomayim is the only uh, it links up with the Gemara in Brachos which says that uh, sorry that's our Gemara here that uh, the only thing which is actually in the hands of man is Yerash Shomayim everything else uh, whether I'm going to be strong whether I'm not going to be strong that's already been decided but Hashem created the world and the only thing He actually gave over to us is Yerash Shomayim everything else Hashem has pre-programmed but Yerashamayim, that's what he gave us in, the, in this world. That's up to us. That's what it means. Because otherwise, this what, what makes this world unique. What makes this world unique is that there is Yerashamayim. The opportunity for Yerashamayim, the Bechira to have or not to have Yerashamayim, that's what makes this world unique. And just before we move on, the last, just going back to that story, according to what we've said, we can understand why one said Yerashamayim and the other one said Torah. Because Lamaisa. You can look at it either way. Which one is the doorway to the other? It depends on what level of Yerash you're talking about, which stage you're talking about. And therefore, they were looking from two different angles. It wasn't really a machlekes necessarily. It was just a question of what angle to come from, which one is the chicken, which one's the egg. The Gemara then goes on. Darash Rafula. Rafula Darshan. Don't be too much of a Rosha. Does that mean Harbe Hudala Lisha? A person shouldn't be a lot of a Rosha. But a little bit of Rishas is fine. Somebody who's eaten garlic. And his breath smells. He should eat more garlic. His breath will smell for even longer. Don't think because I've sinned already. If I've sinned, if I've sinned once, what difference? We know the punishment for sin is really, is, 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 uh, if you want, is eternal. So what difference? Infinite, it's sort of, if infinity plus infinity is infinity. No, that's not true. Ultimately, a person should realize every time he sins, it's adding on. It's accumulating more and more. The, the, the time it will take for Takon is obviously going to be, for Tikkun is longer. That they're not afraid or sad and saddened by the day of Misa. Rather, moreover, their heart is healthy, is sure for them, like an ulam, like a big uh, um, sort of a banquet hall, 
Vahinu do my rabbi, and that's what rabbi said. My dixi was pshat simposuk. Zeh darakom kesel kesel lomoy. Meaning, yodin rishayim shedarakom lamisa. The rishayim know that they're, they're on the way to death. Biishlev chelev al kisel. That's what it means. Zeh darakom. They know this is their way. But kesel lomoy on their flanks. Al kisel on their flanks. They've got chelev. It's covered over with with uh, fat. They, in other words, they ignore it. The cloyes, their their kidneys are covered over with fat. Shemal Toma, maybe you're going to say shechochim shechochim mehen. Ah, they've forgotten about Misa. They may know about it, but they've forgotten about it. And therefore we can, we can sort of, uh, justify them and say that they're really like a Shegeg. Tamadomas, it says no. They talk about death as if it's just next door. They know about it, but they're not worried in the least. And we brought some shots from, um, from, um, a safer called in the name of, I think which of Sadiqan, I think was on this bit, and somebody else. And the Peshat is, it could be I'm confusing with somebody else, but anyway, but he says like this. Yeah, I'm confusing with somebody else as it happens. But um, anyway, the Peshat seems to be like this. He says, you can only be afraid of something if it's uncertain whether it's going to come. Sad, Etsev, Atzvonus comes with something which you know is going to come, but you're sad about it. He says, Sadiqim are both Charedin Va'atsevin. Meaning, they're worried, maybe today I'm going to die. Therefore they're Charedin. And therefore they make sure to do Teshuvah. But it's more than that. Every day they view as their last. Atsevin, they're saddened because they say, today I'm leaving this world. They mamash live out each day, each moment as if it's the last. This person doesn't have either of these middos. That's what it means. Shainan Charedin Va'atsevin Miyamamisa. Finally, the Gemara now goes back to what we learned about on the Mishnah of Chulu. We said that we had a machlekes there between the Tanakama and Rabbi Yosi. We said the Tanakama was Rabbi Yehuda. The Tanakama said if a person puts out a lamp because he wants to um, he wants he wants to preserve the, he wants to keep the oil, he doesn't want it to burn or to the it burn away, or because the nair is going low on oil, so he's scared that the nair will crack under the heat. Or because he wants to save the wick. Any of these, Tanakama, that's Rabbi Yehuda, says Yechayev. Why? Because it's Meloch Shein Gufa. I mean, the wick, not necessarily, but definitely the, the, the Ner in the Shemin is Meloch Shein Gufa. You're doing the Meloch on the wick, you're putting out the light for something else, to save the Shemin or to save the Ner. That's Meloch Shein Gufa. But Rabbi Yehuda says Yechayev for that. Fine. Comes along with Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, you're potter for the first two cases, for the Shemin and the Ner. And the Pesila, that you're chayev for. That's what he says. Mepneishin, what does he say? Mepneishin asis pechon. Sorry, Mepneishu oiseh pechon is the Russian name. Fine. So, um, so here we go. Rabbi Yossi commands Svirelis. Says the Gemara, like whom does Rabbi Yossi hold? Ik Rabbi Yehuda Svirelis. If he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, then Meloch Hashin HaSvich Olegu for Yachayev. So I feel about how long can So like the time I come, you should be chayev even if you're putting out in order to save the Shemen or the Ner. And if he holds like Rabbi Shimon, that Malach Shem Asri Chalukov, if you're potter for, then Pesila Nami the potter, you should be potter even for the for the wick, because as we understand it, we're not talking about a wick that you're putting it out now in order to make it into charcoal so you'll be able to light it. We think you're doing it to save the Pesila. That's how to explain the last part of the mission. We'll discuss soon, but we so therefore you're doing it to save the wick. So if that's the case, think about it. You would have been happier had it not been a light to start with, because if you wouldn't have lit it to start with, then 
there'd be even more wick now. So in which case, this is really a malacha she'inot tzricha The malacha of kibui that you're doing, even if it's to save the wick, is not, is not something that I really need. I don't need the malacha of kibui. It's not something I really need. Because if it wouldn't have been lit, I would have been even happier. I wouldn't be lacking anything if it hadn't been lit. So, that's not something which I can say I need that malacha. It's not a malacha that I, I was... I was in need of before, and that's the way, that's the, that's the way Rashi explains it. So, Omar Ullah so said, Ullah, you know what, really, he, he holds like Rabbi Yehuda. Uksova, and he holds, Uksova Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda, he holds, Soise Amanos Livnos Bimakoma Havi Soise. We know there's also Malacha of demolishing. And the rule is, you've got Soise and Boina. Boina is building, and we say that demolishing is another Malacha if you knock down, let's say you knock down a building. But the rule is, any malacha which is destructive, you're potter for. So why am I chayav for demolishing? The answer is, because we're not talking about demolishing, which is just for the, sake, for the sake of demolishing. It's demolishing in order to be able to rebuild. So therefore, we view even the demolishing as a stepping stone. It's something which is actually constructive. But Rabbi Yossi apparently holds that that's only if you're going to rebuild in the very same location where you've knocked it down. But, so it's Almanosh if you knock it down in order to build, rebuild somewhere else, so let's say take these bricks and build it somewhere else, then I'll be safe. So that's not called say so. Because at the end of the day, the beer seems to be, because where you've knocked it down, there is no building anymore. So that's destructive. Very nice, you've rebuilt somewhere else. So you've got, you've had say so, that's destruction. And then you've got construction, two different things. Marshagan, if you're rebuilding in the same place, so you look at the beginning and you look at the end. I knocked it down and I've got an even nicer building. So it's actually constructive in that area. Fine. That's what he holds. And since that's the case, we apply the same rule to extinguishing. Same same idea. If you extinguish something, almanos livnos bimkomo, I put out the wick in order to relight that wick at a later date. That's what I'm planning to do. I've saved the wick because I want to be able to light it at a later date. That's Soisa, or Mechaber, Almanos, Lahadlik, or Lahavir, Bimkaimo. But if I put it out in order to save the oil, or the ner, that's putting it out, Almanos, Lahadlik, Shalom, Bimkaimo. Because I did the Manoch on the wick, am I going to light the same wick again? Who says? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I can throw out this wick. I just want the oil. I want the ner. So the Manoch was done on the wick, but I won't necessarily, I won't necessarily use that wick again. I may use a different wick. So in that case, Rabbi Yossi says you're potter, whereas the Tanakama says you are chayat for that. Tosu says, nonetheless, you, you've got to understand all these things I actually learned from the Mishkan, because there are certain things, Tosu says, there are certain things which, um, without any doubt, it is, um, in fact, let me just add, add, add one Nakoda. Tosu says that according to Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon himself, however, right? This is all in Rabbi Yehuda. This is all in Rabbi Yehuda. But Rabbi Shimon holds it's not even even that you wouldn't be chayav for. The fact that it's constructive, so what? It's got to be a malacha tzricholukufu, which means what does that mean? It means it's got to be that what I've I've achieved now. That when I do the Malach of Sosa, when I knock it down, I'm actually making it better than if it would never have been there to start with. That's the only way you can be Chayav for Sosa. 
Very nice. Say almanos livnos. That's too much. You've got to be high for the soisa, not on the uh, not for the almanos livnos. So it's got to be that for the very soisa that I'm high for the soisa because it's actually better now than if I had not built there to start with. How can you get that? If a person puts out a wick, this is a wick which he. This is the first time he'd lit it. So if you hadn't lit it, it wouldn't have had any charcoal at the top to light it. Now that you've lit it and you put it out, the putting it out is now making it better, more usable than before it had been lit. Because now it's got charcoal at the top. So Tosa says, but Lamaiz, you have to realise, this is all learned from the Mishkan. Certain cases of Sose in inverted commas, it's, no, it's not better than beforehand. Think about when you take down the Mishkan. So I had the Mishkan there beforehand. There was nothing there. Then I build the Mishkan and I take down the Mishkan now because we're moving on. Is it now better than when I put the Mishkan there before to start with, before the Mishkan was there? It's not better. If I, and so on and so forth. He says, you can, everything's got to be learned from the Mishkan. But the case of Mechabe, he says, Tosus learns that the case of Mechabe in the Mishkan was only to make it into charcoal, to prepare the, the, the lights for the, for the, for the Menorah. We had a slight horror on that, but that's what Tosus says here. And therefore, in order, says Rabbi Shimon, to be, to be high for Mechabe, it's got to be that it's actually better now when you put it out than before it was even lit to start with. That's the only case you're high. Masha'in, can according to Rabbi Yehuda, no, it doesn't have to be that it's actually better. It's got to be, however, according to Rabbi Yossi, it's still got to have some constructive purpose in this very place. You're going to relight the wick. You're going to rebuild this building in the very spot. Whereas the Tanakama, who goes like Rabbi Yudha, says, no, we don't even need Almanos Livinos Bimkoma. Fine. Now remember, by the way, we, we would pass in like Rabbi Yossi. We'd expect that you should pass in like Rabbi Yossi. Remember that. But the Gemara continues on. And Rabbi Yudha, uh, in fact, it's a note before that. So, Omale um, Rabbi. So Rabba said, he said to um, Ulo, he said, Mehdi, since since we learned all the Malachas from the Mishkan, in there, it was demolishing the Mishkan to rebuild it, not in the, in the same place, because you're going to rebuild it elsewhere, because now you're going to travel. So Amalesi said back to him, he said, Shani Osim is different over there. Since it writes, by the word of Hashem, they would encamp, therefore it's like, destroying in all, on condition to rebuild in the same place because as far as they're concerned they may end up having to rebuild take it down Hashem may say right now put it up again in the very same place therefore when you destroy it it could well be that we're going to have to rebuild it in the same place but Rabbi Yechanan Rabbi Yechanan said no I've got a better answer really Rabbi Yechanan holds like Rabbi Shimon you want to know why is it with the with, when you put it out to save the wick that you're chayat why is that Malach Tzrikha the answer is, as Rav Hamnona said, here we're dealing with a wick that a person had to singe it. It never been lit before. Because in that case, as we said, we just explained with through Tosfus, even Rabbi Shimon agrees to call Mesakim on it, because you're actually being Mesakim the Kli, you're being Mesakim the wick. Because before you light it, it didn't have any charcoal there, so it wouldn't take take light very easily. Now that you've lit it and you put it out, you're actually being masaki in the wick. That's Manochus Rikhul Gufa. Even Rabbi Shimon agrees you're chai for that. On my Robert said, Robert, take Konami. It's a very maduk, the second answer. The Ketani, because we learned in the Mishnah, why you chai, says Rabbi Yesi. Because when you put it out for the wick, because now you're making charcoal. The Lokatani didn't teach Mipanisha Nasi's Pechon because it, it already has charcoal. Shemami, no, and that's a good proof. What does that mean? Because according to the first answer, that we're saying the reason that really it's from Yehuda. 
The first answer the Ula gave is Rabbi Yehuda, and it's to do with Malach Tzrich Lukufa. So why am I chayiv only for the case of the wick? Because that says Amanos Livnos Bim Koma. What's Pshat Minisha is a Pechom? So you'd have to say the Pshat is, it's as if it says Minisha Nasi's Pechom. Because this is Amanos Livnos Bim Koma, because I'm putting out the wick in order that I can relight it. How do you know I'm putting it out in order that I can relight it? In the very same place, I used to relight that wick. Then Minisha Nasi's Pechom, because it's already got charcoal. If it's already got charcoal, it's perfectly lightable again. But not Pshat that I'm putting it out now to make it into charcoal. That was the first answer. But says, says, um, Robo, he says, no, it, this answer is much better. The second answer, because it says, is much the reason why I'm putting it out is in order to make it into charcoal. That's why I'm chayev. Because it's constructive now because I'm making it into charcoal, which fits with the second answer. According to the second answer, Rabbi Isai, it comes out that a person, that, that, that we have no, no indication that Sosa Amanos Livnois has to be Amanos Livnois Bimkoim. That was only in the first answer, which as I said, according to the first answer, that would be the Shet of Rabbi Yossi, within Rabbi Yehuda, by the way, within Rabbi Yehuda. Now, what Nafkamin is this going to make? Let, let, let's, let's speak it out. Well, it's like this. The Rambam passing is like Rabbi Yehuda. The Malach Shein Atzirich Al-Gufa, you are Chayifu. The question is, does the Rambam therefore say you need Sosa Amanos Livnois Bimkoim or not? Well, take a look at the riff, for example. The riff also, it seemingly, the Balamor says, the riff seemingly elsewhere, Paskins, that, um, that a person is chayef for, Melach Shein And yet, the, the, the riff over here only brings the second answer. And the Balamor says, from this second answer, which is very Meduyuk, it's mashma that we Paskin, like, if we Paskin, like Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Yossi is going in Shittas Rabbi Shimon, so it seems we Paskin, Melach Shein you're potter like like Rabbi Shimon. And that's the shit of the Balamor, that's the shit of many Rishayim. However, the Rift doesn't seem told of that. Says the Balamor, it must be that the Rift says, look, the, the Pshat in the Mishnah definitely fits that Rabbi Yossi is going like Rabbi Shimon. That, that's the Mashmoor's Mishnah, and that's why the Rift brings that answer. Do we pass it like this Mishnah? Do we pass it like Rabbi Yossi? Could well be not. And that would, according to the Rift, that's the way you'd have to say it. Do we explain the Mishnah that Rabbi Yossi is going like Rabbi Shimon? Do we pass it like Rabbi Shimon? Not necessarily. So too, according to the Rambam, the Rambam writes in Pirish Amishnais, he explains the Mishnah in Pirish Amishnais, like Rabbi Yossi, not like the second answer. The Rabbi Yossi is going in Shittas Rabbi Shimon, but he finishes off Mufurish and he says, the Ein Alokha Krabi Yossi, but the Alokha is not like this Mishnah. The Alokha is not like Rabbi Yossi, even though you'd expect Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi, Alokha Krabi Yossi. No, the Alokha is not like Rabbi Yossi. Because the Rambam Paskins, the Malokh Shinatrikhalagufa, you are Chayafu. Does the Rambam therefore Paskin like the first answer of the Gomorrah? The Rabbi Yossi is going in, in Rabbi Yehuda? No, that he doesn't say. So what would be the Rambam's shitter when it comes to Sosa Amanos Libanos The truth is, if you look at the Rambam in Mishnah Torah on this little bit of Gomorrah, he doesn't say anything about it needing to be Sosa Amanos Libanos or not. Now, however, earlier in Perak Aleph, I think it's Halacha Yudches, maybe it was there, the Rambam does talk about it's got to be Amanos Libanos Bimkoma. So there are, there are, there are various Mephoshim on the Rambam, the Abdineza and others who say that the Rambam is relying, later on when he misses out this, you say about Sosa Amanos Libanos Bimkoma, he's relying on what he's already written earlier on.